0: Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds.
1: Hi Bethel family, this is Rachel. We're opening the pages of Exodus, and over the next two months, we'll be looking at how God is a faithful deliverer of His people, and how He establishes His covenant with them. The reading plan is available on our website, along with some additional tools that you might find helpful. And you can pick up a paper copy on Sundays if you'd prefer. So a tiny bit of background as we start. You might remember a man named Abraham in the first book of the Bible, Genesis. God promised Abraham before he had any children that God would make him into a great nation. Abraham became the father of Isaac. Isaac, the father of Jacob. Jacob was later renamed Israel by God. Jacob was the father of Joseph. Joseph was one of his 12 sons. And Genesis ends with all of Israel's sons in Egypt. They came because of a famine in the land and because of Joseph's unique role as second in command of Pharaoh. Now the book of Exodus opens with a brief recap and then it transitions to a time where the Pharaoh did not know Joseph. The Israelites, Joseph's family, had grown so numerous. They had grown from a family of 70 to what is estimated to be between one and two million. And the Egyptians started to feel threatened by them So the Pharaoh put restrictions on them and then enslaved them. Life became very hard for the Israelites. Now, when the enslavement didn't work to control the population, the Pharaoh summoned two midwives, Shiphrah and Puah. And he demands, when you serve as a midwife to the Hebrew woman, if it is a son, you shall kill him. But if it is a daughter, she shall live. So one thing to note here, Shiphrah and Puah are named. They are the only ones named in this chapter. Not even the pharaoh is named. This is remarkable, especially because in the ancient world, being a midwife was not an esteemed profession. Now it's likely that Shifra and Puah were the leaders of a guild or a group of midwives. Now did these midwives obey the pharaoh's order? The text says, The midwives, however, feared God and did not do what the king of Egypt had told them to do. They let the boys live. To defy pharaoh's order could have meant certain death for them yet they feared God, they had holy reverence for him. And their actions reflected this, even if it cost them their lives. They were about the glory of God, honoring him as a creator of life, more than the glory of another person, in this case, Pharaoh and his desire to be supreme. So one of the questions I've been asking myself because of the example of these midwives is, do my actions, the things I do, the words I say, Do they reflect awe and respect for God? Or do they reflect that I bow to the lesser idols of this world, things like approval and success, comfort, power, control? Well, back to the story. Pharaoh summons the midwives again, and they tell a plausible story, I guess, one that may have had a bit of truth in it, but it clearly wasn't the whole truth. You see, they faced a moral dilemma. They decided that preserving life is the most important more so than telling the whole truth. And we see that God commends them for their bravery by blessing them in ways that their whole community could see. As the chapter ends, Pharaoh makes another edict, commanding that all his people, that every son born to Hebrews, shall be cast into the Nile. Now imagine how that might have felt to those midwives. They had faithfully stood up for life, not bowing to the Pharaoh's command. And yet it looks like the evil Pharaoh still wins. But. That's why you'll have to read chapter 2 tomorrow. God always delivers. Always. We may not see the outcome of our faithfulness or obedience in the ways that we hope, pray, or imagine, but He is sovereign and His timing is perfect. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Thank you for the words written today of Shifra and Puah, May we also have a holy reverence for you, and may our daily choices reflect that. May we steadfastly do what we have before us this day, with willingness and faithfulness. It's in the perfect, eternal, merciful name of Jesus we pray. Amen.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus.